Bruce Friedman of Adult Site Broker, and welcome to Adult Site Broker Talk, where every week we interview one of the movers and shakers of the adult industry, and we discuss what's going on in our business. Plus, we give you a tip on buying and selling websites. This week, we'll be talking to Patrick of Feet Finder. Adult Site Broker is proud to announce Adult Site Broker Cash, the first affiliate program for an adult website brokerage. With Adult Site Broker Cash, you'll have the chance to earn as much as 20% of our broker commission, referring sellers and buyers to us at Adult Site Broker. Check our website at adultsitebroker.com for more details. First of all, today, let's cover some of the news going on in our industry. Pornhub has announced that Kira Nuwa has joined Pornhub's brand ambassador team. In her new role, Nuwa will appear in future Pornhub campaigns, represent the platform at various events, and engage with Pornhub's audience to grow brand awareness. Pornhub VP Corey Price said, We're thrilled to welcome Kira Nuwa to the Pornhub family as one of our brand ambassadors. Kira is a strong, passionate woman who has a great sense of humor. We were really drawn to her confidence and fierce ambition. She embodies our commitment to celebrating individuality and self-expression above all else. Kara has built a devout following across social media. She shares in our desire to grow the Pornhub brand by building meaningful relationships with new and existing users. We can't wait to show our fans what we have planned together. Two months after warning of a surge in malvertising fraud targeting adult websites, internet security experts have determined that the bad actors behind it have switched tactics from exploit kit delivery to social engineering via a fake Java update screen. Malvertising, where bad actors sneak malicious codes into supposedly legitimate banner ads on legitimate websites, made a comeback this year as people spend more time online and visiting adult sites. Security firm Malwarebytes explained the initial stage of this campaign, which they dubbed Malsmoke, as ads that redirect visitors to sites that serve malicious code. When viewed with Internet Explorer or Adobe Flash, the code can exploit critical vulnerabilities in unpatched versions of Internet Explorer. Malwarebytes initially warned that. Malwarebytes announced that starting mid-October, the threat actors behind Malsmoke appear to have phased out the exploit kit delivery chains in favor of social engineering scheme instead. The new campaign is tricking visitors to adult websites with a fake Java update. This change is significant, according to the security firm, because it drastically increases the target audience, no longer limiting it to Internet Explorer users running outdated software. One of the largest adult sites targeted by the malvertising hackers, according to Malwarebytes, is X-Hamster. Be careful out there. Past adult site broker talk guest Lance Hart is the subject of the latest interview by LGBTQ pop culture and news publication Instinct, where he discussed his influential career path. Instinct's Ryan Shea described Hart as a jack-of-all-trades in the industry for several years now, with no signs of stopping anytime soon. He's a great example of excelling in front of and behind the camera while also being part of a porn power couple with his gorgeous wife, Charlotte. 
Hart told Instinct that a key to his ongoing success is independently owning his own company, Pervout. He said, I've been focused on making my own content ever since I started in the adult space. Getting paid bookings as a performer has always just been a bonus. As a producer who funds all my content from my own sales, I can keep going as much as I want. I never have to count on anyone else giving me work. Hart described his trend-setting career path, smashing the barriers between different sides of the industry in practical terms. At first, gay porn was the only part of the industry that offered paid work to me. So when the work was a fit, I would take it. He told that to Instinct. Then trans porn became more popular and those gigs started coming to me. A couple years ago, Devil's Films put a lot of work into making bi porn a relevant thing, so that's helped. I feel like I identify more as bi than anything else, so I'm happy about that last part, hard added. Now time for our property of the week that's for sale at Adult Site Broker. We're proud to offer for sale a novelty manufacturer and website with pop culture-themed silicone products. Their products are niche, yet relevant to mainstream audiences, and are incredibly shareable, as evident by the hundreds of articles written about the brand on outlets such as Playboy, Vice, BuzzFeed, Mashable, Penthouse, Lad Bible, Cosmo, Nerdist, Refinery29, Pop Sugar, and more. They also have a diehard community of more than 40,000 social media followers, in addition to their email list of over 10,000. All traffic to the website is self-created. No ads have been purchased. The traffic is all organic, social, and direct. This company can and has been run by two people part-time, or it could be scaled up or merged with a much larger company with very minimal effort. The company has incredible potential for expansion, but it also has a solid four years history of year-over-year growth and a huge community of dedicated fans. All manufacturing equipment is provided with everything needed to continue running the business, including all product molds and related materials. Also included is about $50,000 worth of product stock. You get all this for only $675,000. Now time for this week's interview. My guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk is Patrick, the owner of Feet Finder. Patrick, thanks for being with us today on Adult Site Broker Talk. Thanks for having me. Ready to uh, begin and excited to talk about uh, Feet Finder. Indeed. Now, Patrick recently graduated from Drexel University with a degree in entrepreneurship. I'm surprised I was able to pronounce that. And he's been working on Feet Finder for a little over a year. Patrick has years of experience in numerous other industries. Despite his tender age, you're what, 23 now? 24, but yes, recent college grad. All right. Happy birthday. You had a birthday in there. Uh, now, uh, Feet Finder is a free website that allows users to buy or sell custom foot content in a safe and secure environment. Buyers can send custom requests to ID verified content providers or purchase their content directly from a seller's account. Feet Finder was built by the community with every feature and design change being shaped and reviewed by the 45,000 plus followers on Feet Finder's social media accounts. Patrick, how did you get the idea for Feet Finder? 
Great question, Bruce. And uh, typically, whenever I tell someone, you know, I'm working on feet, for their first question is, oh, so, you know, you definitely uh, have like a foot fetish. Um, and, you know, I myself don't personally have a foot fetish, you know, it would make working on this idea a lot easier. Uh, but how I actually got the idea was a few of my friends in college actually would get DMs um, from uh, guys on you know Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, one of my friends actually paid her rent uh, from selling feet pics, but the DMs would always be um, you know guys reaching out saying, "Hey, can I buy a photo of your uh, feet for you know twenty dollars, hundred dollars?" One of my friends, at Tipping Point, actually sold a photo for five hundred dollars, and I kind of thought, "Hey, oh God." Why, why is there, is there a website for this? So kind of did some market research, went online. Uh, and at the time there was no kind of existing website for, you know, mm -hmm. buying and selling feet pictures. It was mostly just uh, blog articles. Like here's how you can do it on social media. Um, here's like some ticks and tips and tricks. If you want to start your own website, um, I know there was like only fans, many clips, but nothing really for the niche of feet content. Um, mm -hmm. so sure enough, I said, all right, let's, uh, see if there's actually a market for this. Um, decided to create the Feet Finder Twitter. Um, essentially was saying, hey, this is the product we're creating, a safe and secure website for people to buy and sell feet content. Uh, and it kind of blew up uh, overnight. You know, Within a week, we had uh, up to 500 followers, and that was all organic. Um, wow. So started you know, working on getting a team to help develop it. Um, and mm -hmm. fast forward to you know, present day, we launched on April 16th uh, of this mm -hmm. year a lot of time energy and money and you know it's been a really great experience kind of creating this platform for the community you've done all this since april 16th so we i actually have been working on it since about last june but we didn't right launch. but i mean you do launched april 16th and it's already gotten this far correct yep so it's it's That's definitely amazing. been a wild ride and, and learning a lot now even though you don't have a foot fetish have you found yourself appreciating uh, women's feet a little bit more now that you have the site? Well, that's a great question. It's definitely, you know, something I notice a lot more. Um, again, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say necessarily sure. attracted to the feet, but, you know, if there's a scene uh, in TV or someone uploads a picture, you know, obviously one of the first things I see is, you know, their feet, because again, my whole business does revolve around feet. Um, you know, I wouldn't be able to tell you necessarily what's like a good and bad foot picture, um, but <laughs> it is kind of interesting how, you know, anytime you see uh, I pay attention a lot more now if like, you know, someone's wearing open toed shoes or someone uploaded uh, a photo uh, on, on the Internet and their feet are in it. Or, again, you just see, um, you know, a movie and there's a scene. It, it's definitely more noticeable now. And that's that's for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a tits and ass man myself and legs and about every other part of the woman's body. I don't think feet would be near the top, but uh, there are some beautiful feet. Did you uh, I know you're young, but did you ever ever see that uh, that Eddie Murphy movie? Um, oh, God, what was it called? Um, oh, uh, Boomerang. Did you ever see that? I have not seen that now. Okay, it's probably 20 years old, it's almost as old as you. I suggest you find it and watch it. It's freaking hilarious. It's Eddie Eddie Murphy and Robin Givens. It's got quite a quite a cast in it. And Robin Givens is the one that uh, that Mike Tyson uh, had uh, try had punching practice on when he was married to her. Um, now, uh, what do your friends and family think about you doing this? 
Yeah. So again, another great question. And, you know, that was kind of one of those things. The first person I told about the idea um, was my dad because he uh, is kind of a, a successful entrepreneur on his own. So more so was doing it to kind of get some business advice like, hey, you know, what's sure. your thought feedbacks? Here's the business model. Uh, and he was extremely supportive, you know, being an entrepreneur. He's like, hey, you know, it doesn't really matter the idea as long as, you know, you're confident in a market and you think it can be successful. You know, why wouldn't mm-hmm. you pursue that? Um, then, you know, all, all my friends, you know, is kind of a mix of, you know, some people laughing, saying, hey, that's kind of funny. Some people saying, hey, you know, there's actually this is a really good business model. And it's really cool. Um, and then, you know, my mom is kind of funny because it was one of those things where I was kind of nervous in the sense where, oh, she's either going to, you know, be like, what the hell? Or she's going to kind of laugh. And, you know, it's kind of a mix of, you know, she was like, is this like she was more so confused that the like, oh, is this an idea? But she's been incredibly supportive. Uh, and so is the family. So it's been kind of nice to um, see, you know, as Feet Finder grows and becomes more uh, and more kind of legit, we get more users, we get more revenue. Um, there's kind of a lot more confidence in talking about it to um, other people, because while some people might not understand the concept of, you know, buying and selling feet picks, you know, we can mention mm-hmm. the fact of how many users we have, the sales we've done, and, you know, they start taking you a lot more seriously. Uh, that also kind of plays into like when we're you know, talking to partners and people to work with, um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes they don't understand the initial idea. And then you kind of mentioned, hey, well, you know, here's what we're doing in revenue. Here's how many users we have in, in X amount of time. Uh, and, and they'll quickly shift from, um, you know, confusion to interest. So um, I, uh, how, so that leads into my next question. How does the platform make money? Yeah, so we've kind of modeled um, Feet Finder similar to a lot of the um, apps out there like uh, Mm -hmm. OnlyFans, um, even like the Uber Lyft models where we essentially take a percentage um, Mm -hmm. for, you know, different photos and videos um, sold. So essentially, anytime a user sells uh, a picture or a video, we take a 20% fee, which is pretty standard across the entire you know industry. Um, I know there's some websites that take upwards of um, 90 or 90% um, or even you know more than that. So you know we try to be as fair as we can to the models and give them um, you know as much as we can, similar again to uh, the other um, big websites. Now uh, we do also have a kind of premium uh, subscription, which is very cheap. It's only five dollars a month. Um, and for the sellers, it allows them to message the buyers directly. Um, because again, social media and stuff is all flooded with so many different, um, scammers, time wasters, bots. You don't know if people are real or not. Um, so, you know, sellers can pay just a very small fee and they can message those buyers directly. Uh, they can also upload just unlimited amounts of content. Um, we do also have some great features again, coming down the road that will make it even better for, um, premium users and for the buyers again they can message those sellers directly uh, and kind of get the, that custom content and, and you know figure out exactly what they want and negotiate prices in the messages with the sellers um, again we do have a lot more features for those premium users but those are the two kind of main things in terms of how we make money we don't have ads on the site uh, and it's completely free to sign up because we want to give everyone a chance to you know sell their content and you know kind of make some money or be able to find someone to purchase content from you want to preview any of those features on uh, on Adult Site Broker Talk? Yeah, definitely. So some of the, I'd say uh, probably our coolest feature is the ability that um, the buyers can see previews of all the content. So anytime a seller uploads a photo or video, 
Um, it's automatically blurred by our site. So you can take a clear, high quality photo, upload it, and then it gets automatically blurred to the point where a buyer can't just screenshot and say, you know what, I, I don't want to purchase this because I have it right here. Um, mm -hmm. But it also, you know, is blurred to the point where the, the buyer still gets a uh, preview to be like, hey, you know, this looks like something I actually want. It matches the description mm -hmm. I see or it matches the you know, custom request I sent. So the buyers know that, you know, they're getting what they requested. Um, and, you know, worst case, it's one of those things, our admins are able to monitor everything. So if there is uh, ever an order where a buyer, you know, pays for something and, you know, the photo isn't at all what he expected or vice versa, um, you know, the seller uploads something um, and the buyer's payment is either a chargeback, we're able to monitor that and then kind of fix through that, you know, any users attempt to nice. chargeback, um, we can fight those and also, you know, ban that user um, and any buyer who, you know, purchases content and sees that, hey, this isn't what I purchased, you know, we can give them a refund uh, and figure out just exactly what happened to that seller. Um, and again, all, all sellers are ID verified. So, you know, for a fact mm -hmm. that everything you purchase uh, is, you know, it's, it's real. It's not a bot. It's not someone selling fake content. It's a real, you know, ID verified 18 years and older person. Mm -hmm. Now, are the are are those current features or the, and some of the new features? These are all current features. Um, you so, know, one of so the, give me so so tease me a little bit with some of the new features coming up. So some of the new features coming up is we have an entire new kind of homepage and navigation that's going to be really cool. Um, mm -hmm. Essentially, right now when you go to the website, you only kind of see, hey, do you want to view content or you know view sellers. Um, as well as, um, you know, it's kind of seeing the user's profiles. Uh, photos are a little small and then sort like that. So our new kind of homepage and navigation will make it really easy for buyers to see some of the top categories, such as, um, you know, do you want soles? Do you want heels? Do you want, you know, dirty feet? Do you want socks? Um, we have every single category there. Uh, and if we don't have a category, you can just message our customer support and we'll get that added instantly. Um, and then we also have some featured models. Um, we are working on some big partnerships right now for some uh, kind of big name models such as Lindsay Ryder, Rebecca Blue, and a few others that um, I won't go into too many details, but they're going to be kind of featured on our homepage as well as some other nice. premium sellers um, to really show that, hey, we are a legit company. We have some of these big name models, but we also appeal to uh, a lot of these amateur sellers. Now, uh, this new homepage, the navigation will also be a lot easier for buyers to find their ideal content. Um, you know, the search process is a lot easier. You can type in different keywords or just type in a sentence of what you're kind of craving that day or that night um, and, and find that content right there. And we also split it up. You know, if you click on a category such as souls, we'll split it up into three different sections, such as the seller, like seller profiles, um, photos and videos. And that means all the sellers profiles that appear are ones that have souls in their description. Um, also means all the photos and videos you see have the word soul mentioned in uh, that description. That just makes it easier for these uh, buyers to find the exact content they want, spend less mm -hmm. time you know, kind of searching around. Um, and you also know that you know, if you want dirty feet, you can see a seller who actually has that type of content rather than messaging a seller and saying, hey, you know, I want, you know, dirty feet or I want, um, you know, your feet tied up. And the seller might be like, oh, I'm, I'm not comfortable doing that. But that won't happen with this new navigation because the only sellers you see in that search are ones that have stated in their bio that they're comfortable with that content. Mm -hmm. Interesting. It uh, Now, it kind of sounds like and you've already kind of alluded to this that a lot of the features are coming from feedback from your uh, from your members, right? 
Correct. So, you know, that's the thing about um, the kind of my goal since you know, starting the company, you know, I've kind of wanted to build um, this community based on the feedback. Um, and unlike some of these, you know, really big corporations who kind of just say, hey, here's new features, deal with it. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Doesn't matter. You know, we're kind of on the page where because we have such a large social media following, any new design or feature update we always get that community's feedback in terms of, hey, what features, what designs do you guys want? Um, and then, you know, we post it to our social medias, our Twitter, our Instagram and say, hey, you know, give us your feedback. You know, what are your thoughts on this? Do you like it? Do you not like it? And that way, you know, the community really feels like they're part of um, you know, something bigger than, you know, just this platform. It's they actually feel like they're involved in in making it because in a sense they are. Um, you know, sure. we realize all their feedback. Um, and, and by doing this, we really make sure that we're making the product for our community, how they want it, not how we think they want it. Um, okay. cause I could think, Hey, they're going to want this. And then we spend a month developing a new feature, push it live. And all of a sudden users are like, we didn't ask for this. We don't want this. Yeah. yeah. So really making sure we listen to users feedback and, and if there's any bugs or issues, having them just message our customer support, you know, we respond to every single Twitter DM or email we get to make sure that every user is heard. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's like you think about it. Wouldn't it be nice if, you know, you could make Facebook the way you wanted it or Twitter the way you wanted it? And people do take ownership of things when they feel like they have a voice. So I, I really think that's now. Now, besides all that, which that's a lot, what separates you guys from other platforms currently on the market? Yeah, so that's a great question. Well, I'd say to, to kind of start is our focus on, you know, the niche content of feet. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of different websites out there, but um, what kind of separates us again from, I'd say, you know, many uh, vids, clips for sale, OnlyFans um, is uh, in a sense, the kind of stigma that goes with it. Um, I know a lot of these people who are kind of the amateur foot sellers who are very new in the industry think of, you know, a girl in college who might just want mm -hmm. some extra money for the bars or, um, you know, someone who needs help paying rent. But, you know, yeah. as, as a recent college graduate, you can't imagine something like that. Right. <laughs> as a recent college graduate, I experienced it and I have a lot of friends. So, you know, it's of kind of one of those things, you know, when I first built it, um, you know, obviously there is all those models who have, you know, that experience and have, you know, platforms on these different clip sales who've, you know, mm -hmm. worked adult industry for years and you know we have the utmost respect for them and we also you know built a platform for them but we also you know are building it for these girls who you know may not be comfortable um you know making an only fans or a clips for sale or a many vids because hey they just want to post photo of their feet so you know it's not something that you know they may regret down the road it's not something that you know other people may consider bad you know it's just a, a picture of your feet so it's something that um you know the stigma of oh hey like she has an OnlyFans because we're starting to see that, um, at least in college, it was definitely prevalent. So it's one of those things where we don't have that stigma, but we're also trying to get rid of that stigma as a whole. Um, you know, we mm -hmm. kind of emphasize the whole, hey, sex work is real work. So, you know, we support all types of people, whether you're, you know, a cam model doing full nudity or just, you know, someone taking photos of your feet. We want to end the stigma of, you know, people saying, oh, that's so weird or, oh, we don't respect you because at the end of the day, you know, they're still people too. They're real people. So 
um, being able to, you know, kind of knock down that barrier first with like, you know, selling feet picks and get rid of that stigma and then moving to a much bigger stigma that is, you know, the sex industry and, and having that negative stigma that some people may have, which we just disagree with. Um, also, mm-hmm. finally, I will say one of the big things that kind of sets us apart from the other competition um, or these big, you know, companies is the fact that, uh, you know, you can email our customer support and in honestly less than a couple hours get a response, um, whether it's, you know, a new feature you want added, a design you want fixed, if there's any issues with billing, uh, payments processed, anything. Um, you know, I myself, the CEO and founder, handle all the customer support because I think it's important that, you know, if you're going to be contacting the company, you are, are speaking with the founder so I can make sure that I get your questions answered and make sure that your inquiries are taken seriously. So um, I don't know another big company that has their, you know, CEO doing customer support that also is able to kind of handle, expand and grow the business. But, um, you know, anytime you're emailing with customer support, you, you know, you're speaking with me so I can get your your questions answered and your problems solved. Now, uh, you were just talking about uh, sex work and all that. Do you guys allow nudity or is it just foot content? So we don't allow nudity yet. One of those large reasons being we are just focused on uh, feet content itself. Um, And again, you know, some of the partner banks that we're working with um, were not approved for nudity. But again, we are open to that down the road based on user feedback. Um, but one of the big things when we were applying for different banks for to kind of process and send payments out um, was talking with our users and saying, hey, um, you know, do you guys want us to allow nudity or do you want to keep it just a, a foot website? So some of the feedback was, you know, keep it just feet. Um, and, and that's how we're starting now. That's another thing that kind of separates us from these other websites, because when you come to Feet Finder, you're coming for feet. Um, you know, if you want nudity, there's plenty of other websites. But again, we're not opposed to down the road potentially adding that. Um, but for now, yeah, we, we do not allow nudity at the moment. Hmm. OK, so would you consider it an adult company or not? So Feet Finder is kind of in this gray area where, you know, at the end of the day, yes, we are an adult company, but it's still in this gray area in the sense where, hey, we don't, you know, allow nudity. It is, you know, just feet pics. You know, you can see pictures of feet in magazines, on TV, of people of all ages everywhere. So it's one of those things where, you know, feet are everywhere in society and it's not going to be like, oh, hey, you need to wear socks. You can't show your feet. Um, but it is also one of those things where, you know, it is, you know, catered to people who have a foot fetish. And at the end of the day, um, you know, what they do with those photos obviously is, you know, their own, um, you know, kind of whatever they want to do with them. But, um, so I, I guess in a sense, yes, it it would be considered a fetish website there. So that's why it is kind of this gray area in terms of, you know, we don't allow nudity, um, but it is still a fetish website. So I would consider feet finder adult. Um, but it is, you know, kind of something where we're trying to end, you know, that stigma, um, of people who may not want to be on an adult site because, Hey, it's, it's, it's feet picks. It's, it's not bad. Now, what is your end goal with feet finder? That's a great question. So, you know, our kind of goal with feet finder has always been to create 
safe uh, and secure environment for people to buy and sell their feet content. Um, you know, we want when any whenever someone thinks of um, you know feet pictures, feet videos, if they want to sell feet pictures, if they want to sell feet videos uh, or buy feet pictures, uh, we want them to think, hey, Feet Finder is you know the place you can be. It's safe. Um, we also kind of want to build to potentially expand to um, other fetishes um, of which we don't have any specifics yet. Um, but we definitely want to make it that kind of one-stop shop for all things feet, um, whether it be, you know, feet pictures or someone wants to sell um, socks or shoes, you know, that's definitely in our roadmap. Um, again, we we definitely take things slow here at Feet Finder in terms of um, pushing out new updates because we want to make sure we focus on one thing at a time and get it right and get the user's feedback and make sure it's good rather than saying, hey, we're going to add, you know, the ability to sell socks and shoes and all these new features and then, um, you know, end up saying, hey, guys, we actually can't do that. So our goal is always to under promise and over deliver. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we really just want to end the stigma that people have in terms of, um, hey, you know, selling feet pictures is weird. Now, um, that stigma already is changing. Um, we see it a lot uh, in you know recent times in terms of um, like a college campus going around saying, oh, hey, like, how do you make money? It's, oh, I, I you know, so feet pictures. Um, and there's always going to be people who may think of that as, um, you know, weird or not a real job. So, you know, our goal is yeah. to get that stigma um, and again as i mentioned eventually push um into that kind of sex work industry and like hey this is you know real work these are real people this is a real job and that's kind of our goal is to um you know really show people that you know this is a serious industry and and, and we want um to be treated equally absolutely now do you think your age and inexperience in the industry puts feet finder at any kind of a disadvantage I do not. Um, you know, I definitely am new to this industry and, and being a college grad, uh, definitely on the younger side. Um, however, I, I think I've done a good job of surrounding myself um, with people who have experience in the industry, um, whether it be, you know, getting uh, people on my team who have um, a foot fetish or, you know, talking with models who have years of experience selling feet pictures and on cam websites. Um, and, you know, just making sure to surround myself with those types of people who have, um, you know, that experience has been really helpful for me because, sure. um, you know, I'm able to avoid problems that I would have made if I hadn't had, um, you know, them kind of helping me and kind of whispering in my ear in terms of, hey, you can't do this, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I also attended the XBiz um, online convention, which was uh, the one supposed to be in Miami. Met a lot of great people there um, who've all been extremely helpful. Um, the folks over at Love yeah. Her Feet, I know we sponsored their podcast. They're super nice and super helpful mm -hmm. in terms of bouncing ideas back and forth. Uh, Austin uh, over at Mr. Skin has been incredibly helpful as mm -hmm. well. Um, all good people, all good people, amazing people. And also the team over at SegPay, um, who's our kind of new payment facilitator has, you know, it's just a great community um, and people who are always willing to help. So I've been so thankful for, um, you know, these different people in the industry who have I kind of surrounded myself with the help. So while I am, you know, young, while I am new to this industry, I'm surrounding myself and getting advice from people who are, you know, older and have that experience. Um, mm -hmm. So I wouldn't say that my age and, um, you know, newness into the industry affects, you know, how successful Feet Finder can and will be. 
It sounds like really uh, your inexperience has uh, has been a benefit because you go into it with uh, with a clear view. And I'll also say to you that the people that you just mentioned are people that I would have sent you to if you had asked me. So I think your instincts are very, very good. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things where, you know, it may, again, as you mentioned, it kind of hand, uh, having that inexperience almost plays to my advantage because, you know, unlike, you know, coming in this industry and saying, hey, I think I know a lot already. You know, I, I got a degree in this in college or I've already worked a few businesses in this industry. Um, you know, I, if I had that mindset, I, I don't know if I would have still attended these conventions and networked as hard as I did. Um, so it's definitely been honestly a blessing in disguise, not having that initial experience and being able to reach out to these people who are honestly experts in their industry and, and, you know, can really give some valuable uh, feedback and advice and just, you know, be a kind down to earth person. You know, they don't necessarily expect anything in return. They just want to see you succeed, mm -hmm. which I can't tell you how grateful I am for that. We're a pretty nice group of people once you get to know us. <laughs> Well, definitely. And I remember when I was first posting on, you know, XBiz, you were one of the first people to kind of reach out and spark yes. up a conversation. So I definitely appreciate mm -hmm. that. Um, no as, you know, that just goes to show, you, you know, you've been so nice in terms of you just inviting me on this podcast and, you know, anytime mm -hmm. I have advice and questions. So I really do appreciate that. Uh, that's what I do, man. That's what I do. You know, we, we have a general consulting company too. And, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of young uh, entrepreneurs or first time entrepreneurs. Not all of them are young. A lot of them are older like me <laughs> and they need help. And but I think you've done just fine. You have done just fine uh, on your own. So uh, your instincts, like I said, are very, very, very good. What what's the most valuable lesson you've learned while working on Feet Finder so far? I'd say the most valuable thing I have learned has definitely been, uh, you know, the ability to negotiate for myself and for my business. Um, a, a lot of times when we're speaking with partner companies or potential advertisers, um, a lot of the time it's kind of just like, uh, hey, here's, you know, our price for if we want to advertise for a month or hey, here's um, the billing rates we can give you for this month. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, that's something I didn't really learn in school in terms of kind of negotiating, saying, hey, like, we actually aren't able to afford that or, hey, would you guys be able to cut the cost down to this or, um, hey, we've been, you know, advertising with you guys for three months. We haven't really seen the results. Would you be willing to negotiate the price? Um, and that's something I think is so valuable um, because we have noticed there's times where, you know, there is a very uh, kind of critical and important partnership that we really needed. Um, mm -hmm. And their initial offer wasn't necessarily something that made sense. Uh, but being able to kind of negotiate that. And, and kind of work around and figure out a more beneficial partnership um, in turn, you know, ended up working the long run. And, you know, because um, these different companies were very open to a discussion, we were able to get uh, a deal done that was, you know, very beneficial for both sides and doesn't, you know, mm -hmm. burn all of our cash, um, which has been something that's been extremely helpful. Um, because, you know, in the beginning, it was kind of one of those things where anytime someone said, hey, like, if you want to market with us, here's our prices. Um, and it was kind of just like, OK, that sounds good. And then, you know, slowly as time went on, it's like, hey, no, you need to you need to negotiate for yourself and for this business to make sure that, um, you know, anytime someone throws out a first number, there, there's always room for negotiation. Um, but mm, it's in most cases. Yeah. 
and but yeah and it's also you know a fine line too where you know you don't want to uh you know offend them there's been a lot of times where you know someone might say hey we want to you know do a partnership but we're looking for you know a thousand dollars a month and that might be something where hey we can afford that and we could only afford you know 500 or 200 but like you don't want to offend them by going too low so that was something that i definitely had to um, work on in terms of i don't want to offend you know this person or this company by you know going too low but i also need to be realistic about what my business can afford at this time with this partnership. So, um, yeah, negotiating for myself and for my business has been huge. Uh, and it's something I, I obviously have a lot of room still to improve on. Um, uh, but it's been great kind of, you know, being able to advocate for yourself and for your business. Absolutely. You do, you do very well, uh, shopping in uh, Thailand, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, that's 200 baht. Oh, no. How about 100? No, no. How about uh, 190? No, it's okay. Thank you. And you start to walk away and they go, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. 150. Exactly. No, 120. Exactly. Nah, it's okay. Okay, okay, okay. 120. Okay, okay, okay. You steal from me. Okay, okay. 120, 120. I lose money, but it's okay. 120. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, the, the first time I actually went to to Mexico, I was very young. I was in like oh, middle school uh, and I didn't even know negotiating was a thing. And I, I saw this little banjo and I really wanted it. And it was like $20. So I was like, hey, like how much is this guy? It's like $20. And I was like, okay. And then, you know, one of the first things my dad told was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like that's not the set price. You need to negotiate. I was, I was like, I need what? Like he said it's $20 because you're just used to it in the US. Like, hey, the price is here. He said it's twenty dollars. Like you're not going to go to like a Walmart and start negotiating for you know a, a football or something. That's just not how it works. But it was definitely an interesting um, kind of first experience into the um, negotiation aspect. Absolutely. Well, hey Patrick, I'd really like to thank you for being our guest today on Adult Site Broker Talk, and I hope uh, we'll have a chance to do this again really soon. Thank you. And if for anyone listening, you can check out uh, our website, FeetFinder at FeetFinder.com. Uh, and our Twitter is just at FeetFinder. Instagram is at GetFeetFinder. Um, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to email me uh, at Patrick at FeetFinder or just check out our website and email the uh, customer support. Uh, always love the, the community. And again, Bruce, thank you so much for having me on, um, you know, for being such a great mentor throughout this whole process. Um, looking forward to um, you know the things to come and, and the uh, business relationship uh, to progress. I love the shameless self promotion. That's Absolutely. right out of a page, right out of a page in my book, my friend. <laughs> yeah, gotta do it. Gotta do it. Absolutely. Thank you again. My broker tip today is part five of how to buy an adult website. Last week we talked about how to determine the value of a site, how to negotiate the sale, and how to get to the point of drawing up an agreement. So now you're talking to your attorney and you're having them draft an agreement. What should be in it? Well, your attorney will guide you through the legal side, but here are some considerations to keep in mind from a buying standpoint. What is the date you'd like to close? Make sure you know that you'll have the money to either pay the deposit or the entire amount of the purchase by that date. I've had buyers who aren't ready and that just causes issues. In fact, I'm going through some of that right now with a couple of my deals. Make sure that all the assets you're purchasing are in that agreement, such as every domain included in the sale, processing and payment accounts, 
relationships with vendors, all records including 2257 data, software to run the sites, and any other assets such as source code for the sites. Of course, it should spell out any payment schedule if there is one. Who's responsible for closing costs such as paying for escrow? And there are always terms that are unique to yours and the seller's situation. This assumes you're the party responsible for drawing up the agreement. If the seller is drawing up the agreement, then it's important that you express all of this to your legal representative so that they can check the seller's agreement and see if any changes are necessary. We'll talk about this subject more next week. And next week we'll be talking to Chris Roger of Pays. And that's it for this week's Adult Site Broker Talk. I'd once again like to thank my guest, Patrick of FeetFinder. Talk to you again next week on Adult Site Broker Talk. I'm Bruce Friedman.